Something's fishy about AMD's new RX 7900 series launch. Something's fishy about how Twitter is handling letting people go and some fishiness in the 4060 Ti. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. I just want to apologize before we get into it, actually, that uh, I didn't have hot news yesterday. That is because I had the worst migraine that I can remember and my eye got swollen up with some allergic response and I look like this for the vast majority of the day, so I didn't get to filming hot news. That was, uh, that was a bad time all around. And today's top story is about something that actually didn't happen with regards to the RX 7900 series launch that happened earlier this week. We had a lot of GPUs being sold, a lot of people trying to buy them. The XT not being super popular, the XTX being sold out the entire time. But one of the things that is kind of getting overlooked in this entire thing is that one of the major players in the GPU space does not have a single card that was launched on Tuesday, and they have no plans to launch one anytime soon. Asus launched some GPUs, Gigabyte launched some GPUs, ASRock launched GPUs. We also had cards from Sapphire, but MSI, not a single thing announced. And Overclock3D actually reached out to MSI UK to find out, hey, what exactly is going on? Is there any details with regards to the RDNA 3 launch? And they said that MSI has no plans to talk about it. Headquarters has and given them any details, and there are no cards planned to at least be announced in the near future, which isn't such a big deal because it could mean that they will come out with these GPUs in the future. But given NVIDIA's history of kind of strong arming their partners to prioritize them, in case you remember back in 2018, there was the GPP or GeForce Partner Program where NVIDIA demanded that these card manufacturers make sure that their cards were named something different for AMD, and they had to sign a contract saying that they were going to exclusively label NVIDIA as like the higher brand gaming cards and that whatever AMD cards came out had to be some other developed GPU. It couldn't be the same thing. And then once there was community uproar, NVIDIA pulled back, didn't end up launching that. But this at least because I don't give NVIDIA the benefit of the doubt strikes me as a situation where NVIDIA just lost EVGA as one of their main partners. What's to say that MSI wasn't promised EVGA's share as long as they got rid of AMD cards. Obviously, that is pure speculation. That is not necessarily something that anybody's confirming at this point, but it does seem to follow a decent timeline where at least theoretically, until we get more data, that makes sense to me. Obviously, again, I'm presuming that Nvidia is taking something away from AMD here that they are trying to get MSI to sell exclusively them, especially with this latest generation of cards, but that could obviously potentially be something that is speculation only. I've tried to find some details on any MSI card for the RX 7900 series. I couldn't find anything as well. When I contacted MSI, stopped responding to me last year. I'm pretty sure they left the company, which is very normal with this type of stuff. So I'm interested to see how this plays out. If this is just a pause because they're not ready to launch, there were reports of, you know, BIOS issues and driver issues where third party card manufacturers legitimately had no probable way of actually getting these out on time. Asus didn't really launch anything, even though they announced stuff. 
MSI, however, being dead silent. Could be because of things behind the scenes, or again, it could just be because of difficulties of working with AMD. Let me know what you think down below in the comments. I just wanted to put that out there because it is, it's a missing thing. But you know what else shouldn't have happened with some GPU launches? Galax announced the 4090 Ti on their uh, website. They shouldn't have. They said that this is an oopsie. It's not a 4090 Ti. It's just the regular 4090 Hoff. So don't get so worked up that there might be a 4090 Ti coming anytime soon. Probably not until deep into 2023, if I had to guess. But we're deep into crypto stonks right now. You ready? Bitcoin. What? Ah, you're frightening me. Bitcoin down 2.4% to be at 17.406. Ethereum down 3.19% to be at 12.69. And Dogecoin down 3.63% to be at 8.5 cents. Okay, but I know that Reese right now, just like we always bring you crypto stonks, he's going to bring you UFD deals. We talked about it. You ready? Enjoy these top deals. Hey, welcome back to UFD Deals. We're bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Today's actually a special episode brought to you in partnership with our friends over at Best Buy. This is a little bit of a personal one between me and your bread host, but do the words Best Buy run hit you as hard as they do me. But thankfully I can still browse through my favorite categories in their top deals section, which are valid through to the 18th. Like the Samsung 980 Pro one terabyte Gen 4 NVMe SSD going for $99.99, which is $60 off. And then on the audio front, we have the Sony WF-1000XM4 wireless noise canceling in-ear headphones going for only $179.99, which is $100 off. You can't go wrong with literally anything from Sony's XM lineup, so. But then switching from audio to visual, we have the LG C2 77 inch 4K OLED smart TV going for $2,499.99, which is $800 off. And don't forget these feature HDMI 2.1 and 120 Hertz displays. So perfect for next gen gaming. And then if you don't mind mixing your manufacturers, you can grab the Samsung HWQ60B 3.1 channel soundbar with Dolby audio for $199.99, which is $300 off. And be sure to check out Best Buy's top deals section for yourself because you never know what you might find. And don't forget, Best Buy Total Tech members receive exclusive deals. In addition, Best Buy Total Tech provides 24-7, 365 tech support, worry-free product protection, free standard installation, delivery, and haul away. And like always, you'll find the links to these deals in the video description. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. Thank you, Reese. Very cool. But now, let's go ahead and talk about something that is uh, a little less cool. I'm going to do my best to go through the details of everything and try to keep my opinion on the whole thing towards the end and very short guys want to discuss in the comments do so civilly and respectfully but we're going to talk about twitter and elon musk and all of the things that have changed in the last few days with regards to twitter's situation so number one it's come out that twitter is planning on tracking users on ios despite the fact that they may opt out of tracking in order to generate some revenue especially because it turns out that twitter blue while it costs eight dollars a month actually costs the company six dollars a month in ad revenue and that is for having half as many ads so it actually costs cost the company money if they don't actually recoup some of that cost through actually tracking users, which is against iOS's terms of service and could be one of the reasons why Elon Musk is ready to go to war with Apple and that could potentially even develop a little bit more, even if it kind of slowed down over the last little bit. But on top of that, it's come out that Twitter needs to save even more money because they are just bleeding cash, in case you don't remember, in order to service the debt that Elon Musk took out to buy Twitter. It is a billion dollars a year. Twitter wasn't even profitable when Elon Musk acquired 
acquired it and then he added a billion dollars in liabilities on top of it in order to pick it up. So it's gonna be a very tall task to even get it anywhere near profitability. But some of the things that he's doing in order to make that happen, according to reports, is that he's not planning on paying for the San Francisco headquarters rent, nor is he planning on paying for private charter flights or any major expenses that people may have acquired over the last few weeks or months and before the Twitter regimes have changed. Additionally, it's being reported that it's in discussions that they may not pay people severance for those who have been laid off, which would obviously be a major breach for not only labor laws in certain cities and states, but also just a breach of trust for people who believe that they were actually going to get severance during their layoffs. On top of that, Elon Musk's personal lawyer has been dismissed from Twitter, being replaced by lawyers that are coming out of SpaceX. So it's still within Elon Musk's sphere of influence, but not exactly his personal lawyer anymore. But one of the legal actions that Elon Musk is planning on taking is against the user who had the Twitter account that actually posted the tracking data for Elon Musk's private jet. So this came out that Elon Musk was actually suspending this account, Elon Jet getting permanently suspended, saying that it's broken Twitter's rules. This is despite over a month ago, Elon Musk saying that he would not ban this account, even though it was at risk of his personal safety, saying that he believes in freedom of speech. And so he is going to keep it up. So that has quickly changed tune. And on top of that, other jet tracking apps for billionaires like Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos have also been taken down off of Twitter. So Elon Musk updating everybody on this, saying that any account doxing real-time location info of anyone will be suspended as it is a physical safety violation. This includes posting links to sites with real-time location info. Posting locations someone traveled to on a slightly delayed basis isn't a safety problem, so it is okay. Last night, car carrying Little X in LA was followed by a crazy stalker thinking it was me, who later blocked car from moving and climbed onto the hood. Legal action is being taken against Sweeney and organizations who supported harm to my family. Sweeney being the University of Central Florida student who actually ran the Elon Jet account, and it appears that Elon Musk is actually finding him somewhat accountable for somebody stalking his car. So he's taking legal action against something that up until yesterday said that he was actually going to permit on the website. So those are the details as we have them right now. This creates a number of issues. Number one, real time flight tracking has been around for a while. Obviously, people can be like my mom's coming in for the holidays and share a tweet with the link of the plane. And that is no longer allowed. So companies like FlightAware and FlightRadar24 likely will lose traffic from Twitter now that that's being announced as a no go. But additionally, there's a weird situation there where now he's taking legal action against something that he expressly said he was going to allow. Uh, he's somehow conflating the Twitter tracking with what happened to his family, which is horrible. Nobody should have that happen to him, but they're two separate issues. And I think to pursue legal action after a student who was simply posting details of a private jet that is public data and has been said that it is allowed by Twitter and Elon Musk himself. And to say that that is now connected to an event that happened does seem very strange and just kind of like Elon Musk is trying to stamp down something that isn't necessarily the right way to go about it. But the terms of service for this whole thing says that these details can be posted so long as a reasonable time has elapsed so that the individual is no longer at risk for physical harm, which is strange. So how long does that timeline have to be? Additionally, when it comes to things like 
Elon Musk being at a comedy show and getting booed by the crowd. Somebody is physically posting the location, hey, I'm at X comedy club, X person has shown up, this is hilarious. Well, the first initial tweets of that also got taken down. Was it for the same reason of, hey, you're disclosing somebody's user location in real time, which then creates a whole host of other issues where you have to know the intent of whether or not somebody knew that they were gonna be there and whether or not that could cause any sort of physical harm to the person to tweet about the live location of what's going on. It all seems like this potentially is being done to protect Elon Musk's ego and not necessarily for the safety side of things. There's been several incidences over the last few weeks that have just seemed to indicate that Elon Musk doesn't actually want to hold true to his word of protecting what he said he was going to protect because he's realizing that there are more complicated scenarios that are involved in running a social media company and that the absolutist standpoint actually doesn't work in reality because life is not lived in a world of black and whites and that there are grays everywhere. And when you allow one thing to happen, it can have cascading consequences to other things happening, which is why certain decisions are made to stop it here instead of letting it unravel to here, which could potentially be the reason why certain accounts have been banned, even though Elon Musk didn't understand why that was happening. It just seems to be coming for full circle. That's that's what I'm seeing. He's realizing that this actually isn't as easy as he said it was going to be and that you cannot be as absolutist with free speech as you think you can be when you're running a worldwide global platform that can constantly talk about anything at any given time of the day. I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong answer here. I'm saying that it's complicated. The whole thing's complicated, but one of the things that's happening with his companies, Tesla, to segue onto something completely different, they have finally had a Steam beta rollout on the updated Tesla Model S and Model X. And as far as I'm aware, any of the Teslas that have the AMD Ryzen package as their MCU. So this includes a few Model Ys that have come out recently, but it has an RDNA 2 GPU that would be akin to something like the RX 6600M with a Zen Plus CPU, and it can run a whole host of games because it does have a Steam beta, theoretically, this only works while you're in park, while you're charging. So in case you want to get a 30 minute jam session of something like Cyberpunk 2077 that is now being rolled out into specific Tesla vehicles, not being mentioned is whether or not they're going to be coming out with their own controller, which they've showed off before. But they also showed off that they're going to have a really expensive one terabyte SSD for your video games because the typical car computer only comes with 256 gigs. So one terabyte is going to cost you $350. That's a lot of money. Also, what's a lot of money is the Ford F-150 Lightning getting another price increase to now start at $56,000. Initially, the pro model, the base model, cost around 40 grand. So that was actually a really great entry price point. And they have since raised the price. This is the third time. So now the vehicle starts at significantly more than $40,000 and kind of removes a lot of the appeal for that pro level and makes it very difficult. Speaking of defeating the purpose of something, TikTok is announcing that they're testing out horizontal videos on their platform. This is something that I've actually been seen coming across my feed. There's a little button for users to click full screen, then it rotates the video horizontally. But I recently encountered it on desktop as well. When I loaded into a specific video, it actually played it horizontally, which could potentially increase desktop traffic to TikTok and potentially still allow it to be usable on a mobile device. So it's not clear whether or not TikTok is going to pursue this long term, but they are rolling this out for beta testing and for people to try out. Amazon and Sony announcing that they're also going to be pursuing a God of War TV show to come out onto Amazon Prime Video. We'll have to see if it's any good. Amazon makes some decent shows like 
The Boys, but then they made that Wheel of Time show, which was horrible, and the showrunner for that is going to be involved here, so I don't trust it, but it's going to be based on the 2018 video game, and I already played that, so if it's not good, it's not a loss to me, but Amazon will also be publishing the next Tomb Raider game, just in case you wanted to know that, and Marvel Spider-Man 2 is going to be coming to the PlayStation 5 in late 2023, according to Insomniac Games, which will be about five years since the first one actually came out. Excited to see that happen. Also, some people are excited to see Dell's new concept Luna laptop, which allows for disassembly and reassembly with modular parts in just a few seconds. So you can see here a Dell employee is actually deconstructing the laptop and making it so that it's actually really replaceable, something that we've seen from companies like Framework recently who have come out with the concept of making sure that the entire thing is serviceable. It looks like the Concept Luna could be part of Dell's lineup moving forward, but currently it's just a concept, but Dell might have a sustainability idea that they want to move forward with on their laptops. And here's an idea for you. There's a 4060 Ti that's popping up around places. It's going to have a short PCB. It's going to have an eight gigs of RAM. It's going to have a 220 watt TDP. If we compare it to all the other GPUs that we now know about, the 4080, the 4070 Ti, previously known as the 4080 12 gig, the 4070 got announced in a few rumors last week, and it appears that it is lower than the 4070 and lower than the 4070 Ti, has slower memory, 220 watt TDP, as opposed to the 250 watt on the 4070. And it looks like it's gonna be around 60% of the performance of the 4070 Ti, just based on numbers and just about half that of the RTX 4080, which is not great, not terrible. The most important thing is pricing, but we'll have to see if that actually comes around as anything good. And I'm gonna go around to being done because hot news is over. I've been, it's, this was a long one. I'll see you tomorrow.